mechanisms as a young woman that you can practice at home so that you can actually just keep your feet on the ground in this world where all around us right now you wake up in the morning yeah. it's pressure i think first and foremost do not allow any labeling for your life wherever you are now be comfortable with that place whether you're 30, still single, whether you've been married three years, the children haven't come, whether your career compared to your best friends doesn't look so rosy, whether your friend lives in her own house and you're still a, a tenant. The important thing is stay authentic. The pressure of extravagance, wed extravagant wedding. People are going broke, trying to impress the Joneses who are themselves broke. So who are you trying to impress? The theme for this year's International Women's Month is I am generation equality. True. How does, what does that evoke in you? What does that mean to you? Um, especially as it's, uh, it's not anything that's gender specific. It speaks of equality True. and a generation that is equal. What, what, what does this theme speak to you when you hear it? Equality for me is about being equal on the international plane being equal in your home to your siblings, whether male or female, being equal at workplace, the same pay for male or female, being equal in politics, because that is one area where somehow women are not really involved in Nigeria. Are men going to give it to us? No, they will not. We need to also start putting our places in positions where we can be involved in decision making. I'm glad you're bringing the conversation into the family unit uh, because, you know, one of the things that we find we're struggling with is sort of the cultural nuance around which conversations can we have with our parents and parents are wondering which conversations can they have with their children. Yes. You know, how can we push this forward to say, yes, we respect our culture, we love our culture. However, wrong is wrong. Absolutely. Um, I think parents need to understand, I respect culture. I am I'm deep rooted in my culture, but I also know that you know there's there has to be a point where I have to decide which is a bigger priority, ensuring the safety of my child, or sticking to a culture that's probably outdated. I mean these cultures keep changing; they're not written or cast in stone. And for as long as you're not doing anything indecent that you know challenges or abuses the culture, then there's nothing wrong with going out of that space and zone to ensure that your child is well taught. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, in the North, most mothers don't find it appropriate to discuss even the menstrual circle with their daughters. Then how do you teach your child, you know, the menstrual hygiene, adolescent, um, you know, health and things it's like that. It's basic biology, yeah. you know, it's gonna it's, happen. It's very yeah. basic. You have to, you know, go outside the culture of this is a no-go area, parents cannot discuss this. If you don't discuss these things with, the, with your children, then somebody else will abuse them because they are not sure of this, you know, this um, space and territory that you're shielding them from. And while we're talking of I am generation equality, which of course is the theme for this year's International Women's Month, what does, the, what does that evoke to you? What, what does that mean to you? Well, what that means is essentially uh, what a person like my dad did. Mm -hmm. My dad never for a second looked at me and said, baby girl who is going to be subordinated in terms of the opportunities that I would give her to be the best that she can be. So uh, every family that has a, a, a baby girl 
should immediately look at that girl as someone who is born with all the faculties to be able to lead. Uh, so they must expose that, that child, that baby girl, to, to every opportunity to be productive, to, 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 to actually be competitive in the things that they do. And then it, it transcends from family to community. You're doing so incredibly well. I, it, it, I love sort of the joy that shines through you when you also talk about your, your family and the balance you have with your partner and your children and so forth. So there's a lot of goodness happening around you. But I just love to know what is the biggest life lesson that has allowed you to handle. So, so you, as you were talking, I can only think of my my life priorities and how I prioritize anything I do. So I say to people, I, I prioritize my life in through a sequence of four. So it's God because that's I'm a Christian. Then it's my husband uh, before my children because the children will go. They'll, they'll <laughs> he said all, the children will go. All disappear <laughs> and have their own life. So it's God, my husband, my children, my job. And I always remind myself that if work is going to um, top those three priorities and work, then that has to go. Wow. I have to be able to do that. So if, for example, somebody says to me, sorry, because you're working for me, I don't want you to talk about God. I don't want you to be a Christian. I don't want to. Then I'm out, I'm out of there, you know, um, because this is my priority. And God forbid if my husband says, oh, we have to stop going to church. We have to stop this Christian thing. I think... Yeah, he would, he would go. Well, and we, and we have the prayer point for the husband. <laughs> though, <so. laughs> and we are bringing up our children, you exactly. know, Christian values anyway. So, so this is this is how I prioritize. And whatever I do in life, this is this. I always remind myself in terms of my priorities. This is important. So when it comes to life lessons, you know, if something is is on the burning platform, I ask myself in terms of priority, what what's this doing to my priorities? You you somehow again continue to evolve and to heal from all the things that you have been through, including the loss of your, your son, which I... Is the cost of everything. Is the, the, the loss of my son is, is the cost of my... is the cost of everything, breakdown. Um, but you look incredibly strong, and it, it, it looks like one day at a time, you're starting to heal. It's, 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 it's not... It's not easy. It is, it is I, I did not pray for anyone in the world to lose their, any one of their children. It is not really easy for me to cope. It is sad. It's only I can't talk without it. It cost me a lot. It cost me a lot. It cost me a lot draw my career. It draw it back, trying to fight it back. It was 17 years then, so, yeah, well, yeah, thank God. Moving, moving How do we bring these, the Nigerian ambassador and the image that the world has of Nigerian women, how do we make women in Nigeria realize that this is their power. They have it. Number How can one, they live it? Number one, I want every woman watching me today, we are mothers. We, we are, we must, we, first of all, we must be a role model to our children. Bringing kids to the world. Children are not asked to be born. If you bring the kids, then you must be ready to take care of the kids. One. At the same time, your place is not in the kitchen. You are a woman. We are very, very strong. In every home, 
Any successful man that you see today, check the bag as a very good woman. That is what woman stands for. This is a Rubbing Minds special for International Women's Month, powered by Lipton.